Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. Anybody. They have to start talking and then it'll switch on. They might have to do the same thing I had to do. For some, can you hear me? Can y'all hear me? Okay. What's up? Nothing. We can hear you now. Okay. <laughs> People. Um. Wait, I can't see Juice no more. How do we see everybody? It switches once one of us starts talking. Here we go. Here we go. Why did y'all start using Zoom? Yours is different, um, Dennis, because you're on your computer. We're on our computer, sir. So then mine's the only one that's different. Mine doesn't switch when people start talking. Right. I I had to shift my screen. Yeah, you can only see. I can see everything, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I could see everybody, but it wasn't until <laughs> until somebody I, started talking. Yeah. Um, what are y'all doing? Who? You. We just cooked dinner. <laughs> Not we. She. What y'all? What eat? y'all cook? Uh, like beef stroganoff. I'm from Wisconsin. <laughs> One of my faves. I had a cold bologna sandwich. <laughs> No, it sounds like hamburger healthy. I love a good bologna sandwich. No shame in that game. Not the bologna that they're used to. Yeah. Yeah, I need bologna. I haven't had anything except for avocado toast today. That's the most millennial yeah. statement I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, but I saw avocado toast on your story, and it did look pretty good. So I don't. It know. was busting. No shame. It was busting. So how are y'all? How's surviving? it going? Andre, Andre over there with his baby fro out. Hey, I, actually, I am gonna start growing my hair. Like this is the world star before that. Like, you already know that. I was hair like, so about to grow the fro back. <laughs> Honestly, I only have two haircuts. Is you know, I'm growing it out to do something with it, and then I cut it, and then that's it. I do that twice a year. That's about it. Ah hmm. oh, man. <laughs> This shit is ridiculous. <laughs> Yours is thick. Yeah. Yeah. That like I've been getting consistent haircuts finally, so that shit is growing in thick as hell. Yeah, you kept it low. Yeah. Then it's got carpet. Yeah. My hair is so used to being long, so it starts thinning out. Like it's even hiding my waves. I've been brushing still, but it's like it's intense. I think I'm gonna cut my own hair. <sighs> I Man, just get a guard. Just get a guard. I can uh, I, do the guard. I'm just scared of the line. Yeah, that's that's the most terrifying thing ever. I started sweating bullets for real. Right. Buddy. Buddy I can't rely on this buddy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I told him, 
bring me a bowl and I'll give you the Wisconsin thing. <laughs> Go get a bowl cut. I mean, me and DJ, we used to lay your head down. Oh, that's awful. That's so scary. I'm sweating the game. Nah. I'm kidding. That's one. Nah, me and Andy were talking about it like uh, a few weeks ago. I had this one haircut that I got like three years ago. And this dude jacked up my stuff on this side. I was so mad for so long. So long. I was mad for like months. Who did you go to? What's up? Who did you go to? It was somebody in Indianapolis, I believe. Uh, hmm. I finally found the most consistent barber of my life, and I'm never going back. Like, <laughs> I feel like a, a battered woman. Like, I'm never going back. <laughs> I'm only going for it. Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And honestly, the guy, he always did a really good job, but I don't know what's going on this one day. I was so mad, though. It took like two weeks for it to grow back out. I was mad for months. <laughs> I was like, fuck this. I'm growing my hair out. That's the only thing about so, living in places where it's not like a large like uh, demographic of black people. Well, I don't know if I went to Indiana, but after I did, I was like, all right, this is not too bad. Yeah. I got spoiled because they wash it and do all that stuff with it. So, yeah. Oh, you getting washes. Hot town. Yeah. High class. Mm-hmm. Adulthood. Yep. Everything else about adulthood sucks. I'm tired of paying these fucking bills. <laughs> the bills don't never stop. No. It's bullshit. So, how is it uh, quarantine with somebody else? I mean, I don't know any different. So... <laughs> For, for me, we just moved down here in December. So, like, I haven't been working up until three weeks before the quarantine. So, like, it, it's, I'm used to it. Like, I'm used to staying home. I wasn't working, so I wasn't spending any money. So, I'm just not buying things. But I've definitely liked having somebody to talk to and watch movies with and whatever. Yeah, I'm not going crazy. A whole bunch of nothing. That's what we're doing. <laughs> No. So you just working from home, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So like, I still wake up like I wake up later, which is like seven thirty, um, and have like meetings like, throughout the day, like probably like four to six. Um. So, yeah, in between that, I, I try to talk to her. I'll, I'll just do work from the couch instead of actually the other room. So it, it just depends. But spend time with the dogs. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, they like. It. We took a lot. But y'all, y'all haven't reached that uh, getting on each other's nerves stage yet. Oh. I think as long as we keep it on the table as an obvious possibility, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, no, I'm good with. It. I mean, I understand people need their separate time. Yeah, it's just we haven't ran into that yet. Yeah, you know, like, uh, and I, I think we had that conversation. But that's fine. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, I'm good. I'm like. All it is is a lot of movies, a lot of uh, drinking, and uh, <laughs> Ooh. yeah, it's real. Man. Lots of drinking, lots of drinking over here, man. I've been lit at the house almost every day. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like my, my work. My life. mom to 
buy me alcohol last week, and I took her up on that offer. <laughs> hey, you can't pass that up. Patricia Woods would never, would <laughs> never. Like, you want me to get you this? Well, I'm not getting <laughs> your car other than Right. She still ain't bought no. She was buying up everything, and we passed the uh, the wine section and shit, and she was just like, get you whatever you want. I was like, hey. Bet. <laughs> Where they do this shit at? She thought about going to the pop shop and was like, I can't, I can't. Just get two bottom shelf out here. Man, we got big ass, we got the big ass bottle of sangria, we got margarita shit, we got six other big bottles of wine, because now my parents are wine drinkers. (laughs) Tell them what your daddy did. What did he do? When? Today. Oh, today he got his barber come to the house. Man, but see my daddy, he's been cutting his own hair for years. Like he has two clipper sets. He know how to do his own shit. I don't know what, like I don't know. I, I could do his, barber, his barber is also um like one of his friends from church too, so I think them niggas just wanted to chop it up. A lot of that, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can cut my own. I'm probably gonna have to do it because I don't feel like having long ass hair in the middle of the spring because it's getting hot. Yeah, honestly, (laughs) in Indiana, I did my own for like a year. But yeah, you used to uh used to cut Doug's hair though, so you know how to cut. Yeah, it's just, I don't trust it enough. Like, nowadays, that age won't grow back. Right. You can't come back sometimes. <laughs> Point nah, of no dude, return. Your hair, <laughs> your hair thick as fuck. It, it looks like if you if you uh, mess up a little bit, you'll be all right. <laughs> nope. I don't nah. know. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Right here. Yeah, that's where it, that, Hey, it's a slippery slope right here. If I fuck up right here, I might not come back. Oh, yeah. I need at least five years to be able to grow like facial hair for all this stuff. Right. Like, whenever the beard finally comes in, which I don't think it's ever going to come in, but who knows? Daddy finally grew a goatee. Beard's not going to come in for you at this point, Juice. Hey. You want a year and a half ahead of me. Shit, for none of y'all. Damn, y'all daddy ain't got no beard. Yeah, he does now. Girl, but it took him a long time to be able to do that. Yeah. Does he? Come on. Like, I think I think if he tried in the past, he probably would not be able to do that till he was at least forty. Yeah. Is there now? Yeah, I mean it's long way to go before forty kids. <sighs> That's why I gotta make sure this hairline stay intact. Oh uh, yeah. I can't be no facial hair <laughs> and bald as fuck. Yeah. Terrell said it one time, man, you look like a naked mole <laughs> <laughs> Bro, uh, we uh zoomed last week. It was McLeod, Thomas, and Travis. That shit was wild. It was like ten thirty. I was asleep. 
Yeah. I was at work. What still. is that? Them niggas is wild as fuck. <laughs> like Thomas is wild. Oh, wait, where is Travis? Where is Travis at? Do we know where Travis is at yet? Yeah, he's in the U.S. state. Yeah. <clears throat> he won't tell me where. <laughs> I can't stand that nigga. <laughs> Hey, he's a toxic motherfucker. That's what toxic people do. That's <laughs> right. Nah, nah, he out there, out there. Yo, he you sent know. he sent me a a message on IG, and we were talking, and he was like, he, was, he, he said something about like he used to be a thug, and I was like, Travis thugs don't wear Patagonia. <laughs> <laughs> Thugs don't have man buns, my nigga. <laughs> man, I don't know, man. This is some of the roughest ones. I did. I started. Uh, he, so he was like, you know, I was, you know, I was out here in high school. I was like, yeah, but you've changed, Travis. You're not trap rav anymore. Bring trap rav trap back. Rav. <laughs> I don't remember that, Travis. Uh, Mercy. It's wild. What are you talking about? It's, it's, Have y'all heard about the 5G shit? Who? Who? So y'all haven't heard about it. I haven't. Yo. So they're trying to say that like um, the 5G network you know for cell service and whatnot is like the emissions are what is linked to the coronavirus. They're trying to say that it's instead of uh, electromagnetic fields, they're saying that it's actually uh, nuclear. And so that's the yeah. conspiracy theory that it started in China where they started 5G, allegedly, and then it went other places. And they are, they are trying to use uh, the Spanish flu as an example, because that's when um, they were using a lot of radio waves for like radio communication. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's. So they're trying to like they're trying to correlate the two pandemics, but I'm not I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't buy into a lot of conspiracy theories. Yeah, that's um, I feel like this was some shit that just happened, like a regular ass virus. Just like when people get the flu every season, like it's the same shit. Somebody had it, they didn't know they had it, so they passed it and it just exploded. Yeah, I mean, that's the crazy part about what's going on now is that people don't know they have it till days, if not a week later. And it's too late. Right. But see, what's crazy also, though, that a lot of people aren't really talking about is like, well, people have talked about it, but they've said that like there was a lot of people who had it last year they didn't know and they overcome it so i'm just like think about all the people who (laughs) thought they had the flu or who had an upper respiratory and they really had coronavirus so it's a lot of people out here that's immune to it and a lot of us are going to be immune to it because we probably had some kind of little little bit of it but i don't i don't know what i I don't ever understand conspiracy theories because I'm just not one of those people. And I guess it's people trying to rationalize why crazy things may happen. But it's always weird to me. 
It's the same way people try to legitimize the Illuminati. Like, it's it's a bunch of shit that's happening that they cannot explain or understand. So they have to make connecting points and form a linear story in their head. But it's not, it's all, it's hypothesis. That's why it's it's called theory. I missed missed what you said. What did you say? I said, that's because you're using your third eye. Yeah, got to keep your third eye open, my sister. (laughs) <laughs> do you understand or do you overstand? I haven't tapped into my inner uh, Umar. Yeah, you ain't been enlightened yet. <laughs> <laughs> you still sleep, my <laughs> sister. You need to be awoken. Not awakened, awoken. All, all the enlightened people think that this is the virus that is created to take out brown people, even though oh. more than brown people have no, for sure. A lot of niggas died. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, but no, a lot of niggas died. Especially in Louisiana. A lot of niggas are dying. This is very true. But that's also because of other factors that we have, like diabetes and other things that are rampant in our community. I mean, access to medical, like you know, attention and things like that too, right? right. And the shit that's happening in the prisons and the jails too, like. Oh, yeah. That is it's spreading quickly in a lot of prisons. Like it wasn't designed to kill black and brown people, but racism has already helped kill black and brown people. So it's just following the trend of everything else. Yeah, I mean, I, I I would assume when it's all said and done, it's going to be a larger percentage of African Americans that died from it. I would say twice the number percentage wise. Oh, at least twice, if not triple. But that's all the all the uh, tenets of racism that go into that. And then this medical stuff, right? Right. Yeah. But yo, to do with oppression, not I, having access. I am mm-hmm. mad that you're able to have that shirt that Daddy had. Yeah, and it's stretching out a little bit. That's Man. old school Nike shit. Fall apart eventually. Vintage. Yeah, it's comfortable. What's that? It's so comfortable. Oh, I'm sure. It's a 30-year-old shirt. <laughs> but, Damn, that shirt's about 30 years. Yeah. High quality Nike. Yeah, that's that first Jordan stuff. Because Pops was fresh. <laughs> How did he keep it from dry riding? I don't know. I don't know. I, I've had it since... I want to say, no, I've had it probably since I was 20 or so. Because I started started wearing it a lot in college, like just around the house and whatnot. And then I took it with me because it's my shirt. (laughs) But um, I don't know. I just remember it was in better quality like when before I got it, but it's still in pretty good quality. Yo, yo, what we were talking about on Twitter is funny as fuck because – all right, so we were having a conversation on Twitter about how um, because we didn't get shit when we were younger, we overcompensated with mass consumerism by the time we got older. Yeah. And we both came to the conclusion that that's literally what happened with our father. 
Hell yeah. I feel like that's what happens with uh shit, every new generation. Yeah, like we were like especially like, go ahead, sorry. Middle class with multiple kids in the family. It's funny, it's funny to look back and laugh at it, but man, I hated those times. Like I, being used right. to being told no, it's like god damn. And being told no to where you can't be like, this is fucking bullshit. Or you'll get punched in the fucking face. You probably knew that you were going to be told no before you asked, but we you wouldn't even, wanted to entertain it. We wouldn't even ask. We were like, nah, bro. Nah. Just like that. T- go ahead. No, I'm, I'm, my bad. We keep uh, going over each other. Yeah. But you go. Uh, I was gonna say, like, we were real deal window shopping. Like, we knew not to ask. Oh, I want that. <laughs> we put it on the wish list for twenty years down the road. <laughs> yep. And when I turned twenty one, I started buying that shit. <laughs> I wanted every. I wanted every CD in the world, so I overcompensated by having hundreds of uh, vinyl that I don't even listen to on a daily basis. <laughs> I liked hats, so I have tons of caps, and I also like sneakers, and I couldn't afford any of those. <laughs> Man, I, ju- I just now been able to afford sneakers. Like, <laughs> just now. And I'm out the game because I want to buy all this other stuff. So now I'm just overcompensating with equipment, and I have a full running studio in my house. That is also true. But new hobby. I always do deep what dives. Sup? Um, Casey in the house. Yay. What's up, Casey? Um, I guess I can take this background off so y'all can see her <laughs> when she gets You're not in San Francisco? <laughs> Shut your mouth, hater. <laughs> Um. So, Angie, uh, did you similar? Did you have a similar up? Uh, growing up, where you were like, when I get older, I'm gonna be fly as fuck. <laughs> She's blessed. Damn. What did you get? Oh, that's a chair. Oh, she. Yeah, it's just giving me like five minutes. Show and then ask again later. So the arts of persuasion. Oh, you lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of I was the only girl. I was the first and only grandchild for twelve years. I was by myself most of the time anyway. So I had there was a lot to be compensated for in my household. It was a rough transition. You were spoiled. Just say you were spoiled. Definitely not spoiled. Like, I mean, I don't think like I got like I got there weren't like, things technology, technology. Get, like fancy cell phones and like that. But like if I wanted something if I really wanted it, I would let's not act like Kim ain't in the same boat. Kim was out here balling too. <laughs> We lived we lived on Bob Hill Drive in a small ass apartment that got robbed twice till I was 
five years old. Then we finally got a house, but we still couldn't afford shit. Like, used to have to shop in the family dollar and the Dollar Tree for the longest. I ain't have name brand nothing, no name brand juice. You don't know what name brand was in Independence. So, like, not only did I not have name brand, like, like, what's your favorite store? What's the favorite store that you all shop from? Shop. Are you really shopping? We were shopping in the thrift stores for real, for real. Not for fun. Not for play, for play. Don't, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Bitch, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Don't tell me. <laughs> all my life, my I had saying, to fight. My folks saying get money until, uh, until I got to high school. And that's when we got the bigger house. And that's when we started having money because my dad got a promotion. But real shit, that's what people don't understand about, like, when they be talking about suburban-ass black people. You be like, yeah, we in the suburbs, but we struggling. It ain't like we just we- <laughs> balling. Listen, we in the suburbs, but we scratched to get here. We still scratching to stay here. We might get furniture one day. <laughs> okay. New house, not a goddamn thing in it. That's cute. She did good on that. What was it? Look at uh, uh, look, look at Christian Wooder's artwork. You know she does the. Oh, That's baby. very nice. Oh, I mean, skaters, but it's alright. <laughs> Don't be a hater. Definitely for Casey, not me. <laughs> Support black business. Support your friends. Uh huh. Uh huh. But, um, but nah, yeah, we was we were we wasn't poor, but we weren't rich. We was certainly not rich. I was like, who's that girl driving around that BMW? Oh, that's Kim. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she got it like that. <laughs> <laughs> the BMW was a '95. <laughs> it was only 2005, though, so <laughs> you were out here balling. Right. Hate, hate for sure. Hate for sure. Don't nobody brag about having a ten-year-old car. I had a twenty-year-old car. I wasn't mad at it. Ten-year-old touring is a domestic. That motherfucker been in the States long enough to be a domestic. It's a local. I wasn't mad at it. I loved it. But it didn't have no CD player. The air conditioning sucked. Yeah, no CD player. The fucking water pump would burst all the time. So my was that German engineer? It had its cons. <laughs> My first car was 20 years old when I got it. But, but you to... wanted that shit. Yeah, because it was a big body. I was like, yeah, I'm about to look dope as fuck. I got stopped everywhere. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't asked for the BMW. I didn't even think I was going to get a car. Honestly, my dad had bought that for him. And then he just wasn't finna buy no other car for me. So... <laughs> I still got my like your dad had. What'd you say? My, uh, I think I think he just sold it. Like I, I plan on keeping mine for a long time. You know, like I haven't gotten a chance to drive it, 
in a while. Ain't got my plates. But, uh, yeah. What you mean you ain't got your plates? That's why he sold it because he wasn't driving it for real. Because, I mean, like, so my Indiana plates expired in December and I just haven't got all my paperwork together. We have a lot of. Yes. Yeah, like you have to have like two forms of ID. You gotta have like inspection done on your car. You do this, that, and the third. Like it's, it's a process. That's how you know you move to a state life. that's worth the shit. <laughs> All right, them niggas care. The problem is that you have to go to two different places. Like you can't go to the DMV and get it all done. You have to go to like the tax office. You have to go to the DMV after that. You gotta have your paperwork together. Mm. In Alabama, all you gotta do is be alive. <laughs> yeah, in in order to get a, a license, like a ID, you have to show proof of your vehicle registration or something like that. Wow, you have to have a car to get a license. Damn. Yeah. Meanwhile. Me- meanwhile, in Alabama, twelve-year-olds are driving. <laughs> you gotta have a car to get a license. That's oppressing as fuck. I know that's elitist as fuck. <laughs> There's a workaround, but yeah, that's what they say on the website. That's what they ask for when you go. So technically, I'm not really a resident of Texas right now, but allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> have y'all been have y'all been watching these um these live DJ parties on Instagram? Uh, I briefly watched the T Pain one the other day. The T Pain yeah. Lil John one was pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna try to Yeah, watch. I saw I saw a little bit of that one. Um, I've watched the DJ D Nice one. I watched uh, DJ Premier. I watched some of Quest Loves, and but those they were like those are like really music dudes. So they were just having obscure, random stuff. They they were having sessions like long ass sessions like, like hours like two hours right long. they were crate digging it wasn't like just like let me pull up apple music it was like no nah, i got this one vinyl in japan 15 years ago and i'm gonna play it for everybody on instagram yeah, honestly it's a genius I tried. what'd you say andre i said it's a genius idea yeah yeah i tried to um Erica Badu did a live concert, but that hoe was charging two dollars, so I ain't do that. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, her is gonna start doing like a girls with guitars thing every Monday, I think. So that was dope yesterday. But it's a lot of these other musicians that's out here, just like bullshit like a lot of these musicians who think they on the level but they not really on that level just on live trying to act like people care about the shit that they doing doing stupid shit I'm like okay did you see when Bobby Valentino <laughs> was gonna uh, battle Pleasure P and then he got mad cause niggas didn't want to hear that bullshit <laughs> oh my god I saw his picture I was like oh my god yeah. 
I only saw that he was. Uh, I only saw that that picture on Twitter that I retweeted. Like who? Who asked for this? Like y'all got to go on somewhere. Everybody ain't asking for all of y'all. Right. <laughs> Bobby B ain't done nothing in how long? Like he's. Does what? he write for people? I don't even like think he does that anymore. Gangster. What'd you say? I said he looked like an extra off American gangster. <laughs> a background. <laughs> Right, because he definitely had that motherfucking chinchilla or what the fuck yeah. ever around his neck. Hell, that was probably house cat. <laughs> <laughs> he got target a, stall. <laughs> he got a tabby fur. <laughs> 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 oh, that's how I used to bathroom. <laughs> Yo, um, who it was somebody else that is terrible that was doing one. No, the funniest one was 21 Savage because he sounded awful, but he has amazing taste in music. <laughs> I didn't even get to watch his. I saw everybody was retweeting him uh, singing Me, Myself, and I, but I saw Tyrese on with somebody. I can't remember, but they were like, they were trying to produce some shit it seemed like like I don't know I'm just like if it, we don't want to see this process like we want to see shit that's already ready to go yeah. how'd you come across Tyrese and why does he have a career Tyrese is Tyrese a legend he is but I mean at this point Tyrese has hits he has he has a catalog he does but he, he had an era and he's crazy. Yo, speaking of R. Kelly, in that T Pain, uh, in that T Pain, uh, what's his name? T Pain played uh, I'm a flirt, and niggas was like, "What the I fuck know. is going on?" I saw people tweeting about that. <laughs> no, not gonna be able to do that shit. I'm mad that I missed those comments. And then right before that, Lil John had started talking about don't uh, take the vaccine f- when they come out with it. And then I was like, Oh, yeah, we were talking about that. Uh, and then Dr. CB, yeah. And I was like, Man, I got a root for T Pain. And then he played I'm a flirt. And I'm like, These are both terrible people. <laughs> like, what is going on? When niggas got to learn that they're problematic by other people's comments in the live. It was too much uncle energy going on and it was bound that one of those Negroes was going to say something wild. Which is crazy because neither one of them are that fucking old. Like y'all are not in the uncle territory to be acting. Well, I don't know. How old is LeJohn? LeJohn is 40s. Yeah, I'd be 40. Yeah. Never mind. LeJohn grown. He grown. I think T-Pain is like 38, 39. So he he uncle territory too. (laughs) Damn, you got a bartender? That shit dope as fuck. (laughs) I thought T Pain was young. I thought he was like 34, 35. Nah, he can't be. He can't be. Let's see how. Yeah, because that was early college when he was. He's... Damn, he's only 34. <laughs> see? See, I knew he wasn't that far That away. is wow. He I know. When he came out, when he came out, we were like 15, 16, and I remember somebody saying, or even him saying, he was like 19 or something. Damn. Yeah, he's young. 
Bruh. They're younger than we think. That shit blew my fucking mind. So you peaked at like 25? <laughs> <laughs> when you got money, it don't matter. And he got royalties on the hits. He was killing it for a while. Oh, yeah. His run is is unmatched. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, Andrew just said it. Like, he's come out with some pretty And his stuff. little uh, tiny desk session. Mm-hmm. That's making money by itself with no help. Who has the best tiny desk? Uh, Adele had a good one. Yeah. Who? Big Crit. Yeah. Brittany Howard had a really good one. Snow's was oh, good. Um, Daniel Caesar had a good one. Yeah. He's hit or miss with me. Ari Lennox had a good one. Yeah. She's. I think she's dropping some music tonight. I think she is. I know and people are not putting music out not fast enough I know um, who am I waiting on I'm waiting on Division to come out with their shit at the end of the month um, who else said they had shit coming in April I don't I can't remember I need Mel- Melanie Fiona to come up out the paint I don't know what she doing yeah, I'm trying. Um, to, I don't know who I'm really excited for. I mean, of course, if Kendrick ever decides to put something out, I'm there for it. Yeah, Isaiah. Where Rashad, in the world? Is yeah, Isaiah Rashad's supposed to come out with something. He's supposed to come out with something last year, by the end of the year, he said. But who? I still can't hear Rihanna. Yeah. Oh yeah, Rihanna. It's supposed to be the reggae. Rihanna's album. supposed to come out. Yeah, Rihanna's supposed to come out with R eight, and Beyonce's supposed to come out with B seven. But you know we can't we can't clock the light skin girls. We never know what they're gonna do. <laughs> they gonna wait until uh everything get back. They gonna open. wait until we got money. Right, right. Because <laughs> you know they finna sell it to us in some like elaborate ass package. What you say? They're gonna make money off of shows, and they can't do no shows. Right. So that's why everybody's waiting. Yeah. Because if Kim don't want to pay two dollars to see Erica Badu, ain't nobody gonna be make, making no money. <laughs> what are we supposed to do? First of all, because first of all, I seen her ass already, and she was late as fuck. Um, then I saw a lot of comments. A lot of comments said her streaming was trash and they could hardly see or hear anything. So I'm like, I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't go that route. <laughs> it's hard to Trust stream like on a like a level that doesn't look like this. Like real talk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why I like. That's why I wasn't really trying to. I'm not gonna pay for nobody. Just no, I'm not, just not gonna do it. Especially where I live at too, like my service be shit on top of that. <laughs> you miss half. Yeah. But I don't know. So they gonna figure a way to get money up out of us. Eventually. Oh yeah. It's just like when they could figure out how to do sports and not have people around, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do without sports? 
if we don't get shit back in order on time. Like, it's not going to be the same without sports. I mean, the thing about it right now, it's the best season not to have sports. The summer months. Like, people are used to not having sports. Right now. Right now. If football don't start. Because all we're missing out on right now is what? Baseball? Yeah, basketball. I mean, we're missing the tennis. tennis. Basketball. We got All the jobs are missing out. Basketball right now. Basketball. Baseball. baseball Wimbledon canceled. Like, I'm golf. I don't even give a fuck no more. Golf canceled. You really want to watch anything. Right. Any competitive anything. I could watch any sport. But I'm okay right now. Right now. If I miss football. Right now. Yeah. Yo, if it's the way things are going. How are you going to put people in the stadium and feel comfortable? Like to watch anything? That's what I'm saying. Who is going to be okay? (laughs) I'm going to be there with a a high quality respirator on. (laughs) (laughs) But everybody got hazmats and ventilators. We'll adjust. But it's going to be wild. Like, if, all right, say there's no NFL season, that means it's not going to be any Super Bowl. If there's no Super Bowl next year, no, there will be. Niggas going to get sick and the second wave going to start. <laughs> no, it's just going to cost like pay per view. It's going to be like, all right, $50 for this game. No, but I'm saying, how you going to have, you can't even have people in a locker room at this point. You can't have 100 people in a locker room. They'll, they'll do some crazy measures to make sure something like that happens. Watch. Man, people gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. What's a few hundred people? <laughs> it's just like when uh, Trump was like, if 200,000 people die, then we're doing a good job. Be like, what? How is that a measure of success? Hell no. That's the thing. They were talking about having... I'm just gonna butt in. They were talking about having the NBA do like an NCAA tourney style. Uh-huh. and have like all the teams come to one city and play in one arena can you imagine the uproar if LeBron got sick and died from this shit bro. like the world would revolt uh, bro. it would be, it would be yeah. over especially yeah. after losing Kobe if LeBron died uh, we lose Kobe and LeBron in the same year bro, be no. <laughs> I, quit. I quit I quit I know <laughs> I'll be distraught just stop basketball it's alright yeah but this shit is gonna be wild for the rest of our life. We're gonna be like, yeah, 2020 was easily the worst year. <laughs> Known for man. <laughs> World War Two. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, what's the worst thing since Pearl Harbor or 9/11? 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the Great Gatsby year. The Roaring Twenties. Roaring. All right. <laughs> this shit on fire. <laughs> Bro, I was so ready for it this year. Huh? I said I was so ready for this year. I was wrong. Positive. Bro, we thought thought all this shit was going to pop off this year, and boy, did it. (laughs) Understatement. So, how do y'all like Texas so far? Go ahead, Speak your mind, girl. I love 
like the weather. The weather's really nice so far. And we'll see what it's like. But it, it has been hot. It has been a dry heat. Um, but everybody's been really nice and like welcoming and helpful. So I've enjoyed it. I want to move to Texas one day. I heard Houston is nice as hell. Yeah, Ryan goes to Houston all the time. But no, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna have one cold morning. It's cold going to work. Other than that, it's been warm. It's really nice. Yeah. The houses are nice. Um, the community, like everybody, really says the same thing about their community. So they all expect the same thing as far as the friendliness. Yeah. Uh, they all know that there's drivers and they'll openly tell you. So <laughs> we have so my car got a couple of dings, so that sucked. Yeah. How far away are y'all from the major the major cities? Like five hours Yeah. Dallas. Five hours from Austin. Uh Albuquerque's like four hours away. Oklahoma City's like four. Seven hours from Oklahoma. Yeah, seven seven hours from Denver. That's not bad. Um, Short flight. So far away. Oh my god. Yeah, direct flights to like Denver, Vegas, anywhere in Texas, obviously, Phoenix. So, honestly, it's a small, it's a small airport. It's two hundred and fifty thousand. Man, I was hoping to be able to come up there or over there this summer, but shit. <laughs> We've been daydreaming about a trip to. Where Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi for the fall. Corpus Christi. It's beachy. We can house with all of our friends. That's, isn't that where Selena's from? Selena? Is she? I think Corpus she's from Corpus Christi. I remember that guy from in the car in the movie. What? He stops and he says he's from Corpus Christi. Ask Google. Ask Google. We're going to see. I don't talk to Siri. And Siri. <laughs> yeah, she's she died in Corpus Christi. Uh, 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 so we go see that memorial. Yeah. At the hotel motel holiday inn. <laughs> <It's> terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean they have like obviously beach houses just like going to the Gulf. I mean it is the Gulf actually, so yeah. Well she was she did grow up there too. So hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I've been wanting to visit Texas for the longest. Texas is a lot of culture in Texas. Yeah, it is. We're looking for. You said it's a big ass what? Big ass. Like, I mean, for us, we could drive nine hours in the state in one direction. Yeah. How was the food? Have y'all gotten any like bomb ass food? I haven't had anything that's blown my mind, but there's a lot of selection. Yeah. So that's good. Like, there's a lot of variety. There's there's a lot of you haven't eaten a lot of. Yeah. So I mean, like, they're they're Mexican different than like Tex-Mex and mm-hmm. Alabama or whatever. It's like so, authentic, more more authentic, I guess. It's more authentic, but we haven't been to many authentic places. I think we're going there's in a lot one. more like chain yeah. taco places. Is interesting, but they're all over the place. But the food is amazing, still. The food is good, they give them a good variety. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of restaurants. Well, whenever they do open the outside back up, all the music shit is going to be coming through Texas. Oh, yeah. Isn't a isn't South by Southwest out there, or where is that at? It's in Austin, ain't it? Yeah. So, so like Ryan, I've always wanted to go to South by Southwest. That's where ACL is too. Mm-hmm. Austin, that's right. Yeah. So the, actually, both of those open and close uh, like festival season. Right. I want to go to ACL. I'm I'm cool with I've been to South by Southwest. South by Southwest has so much going on that it, like, you would have to choose, like, one part of South by Southwest to stick with. Because they have the movie festival part, and then they have the music stuff, and then they have tech stuff. So it's, like, all over the place. It's just, like, yeah. I, I would never want to go to Comic Con. Because it's just too big now. Yeah. Like, the idea of Comic Con is cool, but, yeah. Really, all conventions are crazy. Even shit, when I went to the Tattoo Expo, that shit was a lot. Yeah. I started doing a one here, but I chickened out because I'm an idiot. So. I mean, you didn't know a global pandemic what's, was going to stop tattoos. <laughs> That's true, too. What's the, most, uh, what's the most recent one you got? The one on your leg? Yeah. Yep. Dope. I'm going to get something once all this stops. But I don't know what. Man, we all got grand plans for whenever we can get back outside. Right. I tell you, it's because it's awful, man. This sucks. We got outfit plans. We got hair appointments, nail appointments. I was stocking up on clothes for the summer. Big like, appointments. I was like, uh, from March to at least October, I can. Probably till November. I can wear short sleeves in November. It's awful. I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> I got outfits ready. Red tea. I am. And I don't, even, I don't even stand on the ground with my outfits, but I just might have to. What are you going <laughs> to What are you going to do when you turn 30 and you can't do shit? I'm gonna be so sweet face. Bruh, nah, we 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 gonna pray to the Lord, baby Jesus, that this shit is gone by July. Jeez. Before July. It ain't no way it's gone by July. It ain't. <laughs> it, it ain't even started peaking yet in other places. I know, but it's April. We still have May and June. Man, that is no time. <laughs> Kim is a believer. Yeah. She, she what these politicians are saying about this great country. We have we have 10 weeks. If everybody would just abide by the rules, see, that's the problem. Y'all ain't following the rules. We're following the rules. I'm following the rules, too. It's these other niggas that ain't following the rules. When was the last time we left the house, Andy? A couple weeks ago. You know, last time we got groceries, probably a week and a half ago. That shit is wild. <laughs> I mean, we walk our dog. That's about it. Friday, last Friday was my first time getting in my car in five days. And then today, I got in my car. So I ain't been really going nowhere either. I've been at the house for real, for real. Yeah. I have left my house every day for the last three weeks. <laughs> Bruh, it's about to be bad, man. 
always to be in uh, bored in the house and we in the house bored. What'd you say, Angie? How is it to be an essential employee? It's fucking bullshit. I fucking hate <laughs> this shit. Like, I was this close to being an essential and then somebody else got chose over me. Story of my life, but still. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my black ass has been at home, so I have not had to deal with it's, none of that going to work. Shit. It's scary as hell. Like, real talk. Because the only the only other people out are literal crazy people, and they all want to come talk to you, and so they just come post up because you're like, ain't nobody else open, <laughs> and then they were like, I ain't got the, they be like, they be like, I ain't got the virus. We like, nigga, you don't know that shit. <laughs> As somebody who's been out as well, I can wholeheartedly agree. It's like people just want to talk to you, and it's like, get the fuck away from me. Right. <laughs> Basically, yeah, we had like the day, so our last day, we had like some regulars come in, and they just wanted to sit and talk to all of us before they left the restaurant. They literally came, like, they came for lunch, and they sat at their table for like an hour and a half, just like talking to the GM talking to us they want to hug everybody meanwhile everybody else is like super sanitizing and nervous as fuck and i'm just like people are really i think just trying to like they're trying not to freak out is what it is yeah. like they're trying to they're trying to pick your brain to see what you're thinking and so they keep trying to talk to different people to see how many people are actually freaking out and to see how many people are on the same page as them. And when people ask it's me like, stuff, I like everybody else be trying to be optimistic. I'm like, no, it's about to get bad, bro. It's about to get real bad. No, I see y'all fucking around. This shit about to get bad. Yes. The people have no idea how bad this shit is about to be. Shit. Yeah. And I'm then, not trying to be one of those. Right. I was never one of those people too. Like when people were like, "It's just like the flu." Get the fuck out of here. What happened? years old. Don't give a fuck. Yo, these old people out here wilding, bro. They really like these young kids don't know what the fuck's going on. Be like, you better sit your old ass at home. <laughs> you know, last time I went to the grocery store, it was so many old people. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Bro, it's like they like I live this long, ain't shit gonna happen. Like, man, I wish I had faith like that. If it's my time, right? Be- Bro. Bro, when I saw that, when I saw that old woman walking around Dollar General with that Bible t- next to her face. I was like, these niggas don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, that Did y'all bi- see the video today? Uh, oh, my bad, my bad. Like, uh, she was just walking around. and Like, I, when I saw her first, I walked in, and she she walked by, she had, like, her hair like this. I was like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? And so I got to the front, and then she was paying. So she's trying to open the thing with something in her head. She put that thing on the uh, counter. I'm like, this bitch walking around with a Bible in her head. <laughs> and then, no, that was a- and then like, oh, uh, I went out to the car, 
she still got the Bible in her hand putting groceries in. So she put all her groceries on the hood of her car. And with one hand, she's holding the Bible and putting groceries in the backseat. Like, I had already got my stuff in the car. And I was like, I'm going to just wash this bitch. It took her like five minutes. I was like, these niggas out here wilding. I got one better than that. Did you see the video that was the news reporter and it was like some church? That's what I was exact. That's what I was going to say. Somewhere in our Bible I think belt. it was Oklahoma. Yeah. And Might have he been. was like, they were still having congregation. And so he was interviewing people, pulling <laughs> in. And the lady, and he was like, so so you're not worried? No, because I'm covered in the blood of Jesus. Yeah. And I was like, and he just kept asking her questions, and she was like, "Nope, because yep. I'm covered in the blood of Jesus." And <laughs> the funniest part about that video was she was like, "I mean, I could get in all the grocery stores and stuff. I'm going." He'd be like, "Bitch, that's the fucking point. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> you don't want to add to the fucking people being around. These motherfuckers trying to kill oh everybody." I'm like, okay, what about the other folks that was uh, covered in the blood of Jesus who? met Jesus. Right, all these pastors. <laughs> Dude, man, there's going to be so many pastors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, pastors, this is your time. <laughs> like, right. I don't know, bruh. I guess because I ain't, I ain't no uh, I ain't a strong believer in faith. I just don't understand these motherfuckers tested everything. I mean, like we talked about before, it's common sense. I mean, I believe in faith, but this is common sense. Right. People, But I don't know, man. And then the other thing is, if you do believe in faith, I thought we all learned, don't te- you're not supposed to tempt God. Right. Faith without work is dead. Yes. To, the, work, the work that we're supposed to be doing is staying at home. Right. <laughs> right. It's not let's go out here and see if we can, like, fucking create a miracle by doing the opposite of what we supposed to do and hoping that we gonna be okay right. no let me do everything that they told me not to do and hope that i don't die that is not a winning no. game plan this is like the not- recalibrate yeah focus right right you can get your mind right like i mean like yeah get your mind right like you don't have to like be the greatest hell or anything like that just focus get your mind right do other things Right. My mama told me to tell y'all niggas that if y'all ain't got Jesus by now, you ain't finna get him today. <laughs> <laughs> so stay your black ass at the house. It's all, it's like just nuts though. Like people are not taking it serious. Like it's all these people be like, I don't know anybody that got it, so I don't believe it. Like shit. Y'all got it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like <laughs> y'all the ones that gave it to everybody else. But uh, I was people early on, but yeah. What'd you say? Oh, when is the like we went to like some like concert thing like I'll say like three or four weeks ago. And like it was right after like the news started coming out. Since that point I was like, damn, I shouldn't have went there. Right. <laughs> That's the scariest part. You're like, what stupid thing did I do in the last couple weeks that might get me the virus? Yeah, knowing my luck, that'd be the one that did. Right. <laughs> this shit is just wild, though. I never. Th- Regular ass shit. I never thought I'd live 
in this type of shit. I always thought I'd be long dead by the time like like some crazy shit popped off. Like when Chance right. used to always talk about, yeah, if the zombies come, be like, nigga, I ain't gonna have to worry about none of that shit. <laughs> I'll be gone. Nowhere. Chance, he's Jesus. Bro, if Chance was alive and we got to quarantine with him, that should be fun as fuck. <laughs> he would be, he would be so drunk. He would be fucked up every single day. He would probably be one of the niggas having the fucking kickback. Hell yeah. <laughs> In the garage. Yep. And we'll all get that shit. Bro, you are down. This is a, at least, I say, half a week to a full week behind the rest of it. Oh, yeah. And it hadn't even got bad here yet. Like our process hadn't even started. I think it's only a couple, uh, a couple in uh, Madison County. Now Jefferson yeah. County down near Birmingham blowing up. Yeah, but it oh, hasn't. Yeah, they've been on yeah it ain't they've started been on yet. Uh, in Jefferson County for like two weeks, ain't it? Yeah, because like we listened to a podcast out of Birmingham and they've been quarantining for the last two three weeks. But meanwhile, in Huntsville. Nope. What'd you say? Can you imagine if you had kids? Not right now. That should be wild. Like, having Cooper is enough. Like, that nigga be getting on my motherfucking nerves. (laughs) But, I mean, I guess this is... The only good thing I I guess you could see is, like, if you did have kids, this is the one time that they'll be able to remember you just being there non-stop so you could have bondable moments but the other bad thing is if you got fucked up family it's gonna be the, <laughs> the time when you remember that worst year of your life yeah like i'd be feeling sorry for people like that yeah no like yeah i couldn't imagine like, every conference call i'm on because like i said i'm on like a, a handful a day every conference call i'm on i hear kids in the background i'm like i don't know how they do it Better than me. Like for the first time I've been thinking, I don't know if I want to have kids. Like with all this shit going on. Cause this ain't gonna be the first time. I mean this ain't gonna be the last time shit like this happened. This is just the beginning of a whole new world. And I don't know if I want a whole new world with a whole bunch of kids. I'm just glad that I'm not pregnant right now or have a newborn right now because that shit seems stressful AF. And we know tons of people pregnant. Yeah. I feel like people that are pregnant. I mean, everybody, everybody's going to pop up pregnant in these next couple weeks. <laughs> That's dumb. What'd you say, Edgy? But I'm glad I'm not planning an event. I I know people that are planning weddings and have had things kind of fall through and have big expenses just out the door. Steve had wedding. to cancel his wedding. Yeah, Steve, white juice. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yep. Cause his was right around. I had to send. I had to send back three wedding deposits for makeup. Two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. and I'm supposed to have two gigs in Atlanta. Um, in May, one at the beginning and one at the end, and they probably gonna cancel too because. 
the first one is uh, May the second, and because this is extended until the thirtieth, there's no way that like they're going to be able to have there. So I'm just waiting on <laughs> waiting on that money to have to be sent back too. No, I, I believe they're going to do like thirty days by thirty days. Yep. I don't believe they're like if you yeah. told Americans that uh, we're going to do social distancing till August first, it'll be a fucking. We problem. would all. Okay, they have to right. Yeah. They're letting us down gently, but I feel like the middle of May or the middle of April is going to happen. I'm going to say like in the 20s, and they're going to they're going to like start hinting at oh, right. government says we may need another 30 days, and then before the very end of April is when they'll let us know like well we're going to be extending this till May 31st. I hope mm-hmm. this doesn't happen. But what if Trump is just like nah fuck it we going back next week. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> right. Like, nah, bro. I don't. Th- I don't agree with that. That don't agree with my spirit. <laughs> okay. Sorry, we over here talking about dinner. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know how things go back to normal. Like this year, it's gonna be. It's gonna take. It's gonna take a very long while. Remember how shit was after the tornado? Uh huh. Exactly. It's gonna it's gonna take longer than that, like for the globe. Yes, the, every economy is gonna have to bounce back for this shit. Now I did. I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh shit! You weren't in Huntsville when that happened, Angie. Uh-huh. <laughs> when were you? When when did you leave Huntsville? I came to Huntsville in the fall of 2012, and then I. Oh, okay, so you had missed all that. <laughs> I want to go there for college. <laughs> I really, I really thought that you were there for 2011. It does seem like you've always been here in a wild way. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it really does. But yeah, I don't know how shit gets back to normal. But I, like that's why I'm, I ain't even holding out for football. That shit ain't gonna happen this year. And if it does happen. Thousands of people are gonna die. No, like me, Travis, Thomas, Ryan, we're still close to the Alabama USC game in Dallas. And literally, we couldn't meet up on a same time within like an evening to actually actually do it. So we didn't do it. So we postponed it. And so the week later is when it got crazy. Do you think that they will? continue with next year's schedule as is or do you think that they'll like institute this year's schedule as next year's schedule? I think they'll do some modifications but it might be yeah. like big games I think they'll figure out make a way to make it work but everybody else like it. Yeah. I mean a lot of people I mean honestly if you think about it if this shit doesn't happen this year do you know how they're going to have to rebuild their football teams like it's they're gonna have to start from scratch in at a basically at the last minute. Like they're not gonna have too many people that are gonna carry on from the last. Year. It's just gonna be it's gonna be wild for us. It's yeah, it's gonna be wild. And then you're gonna have like all the drafts and everything else. And then what you're gonna if it's no football or no basketball or anything else, is it gonna be two different sets of rookies? It's about to be basically like literally starting a whole new team, like a whole new city team. Like, 
it's gonna be wild, bro. Like yeah. everybody will have a year or two yep. since playing, so injuries will have a lot. Yep, of time. that's true. A lot of time to rehab. A lot of people getting injured during. Like, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. People are gonna have to, yeah. Because another thing I've been wor- wondering about too is like for these athletes, especially celebrity athletes, like they're probably able to train and condition. You know what I'm saying in their homes. And they, oh, yeah. they probably have way better, you know what I'm saying, virtual sessions or plans written out for them. So, but still, Olympic athletes. How, many, how many athletes do you think you can really count on to condition themselves outside of the season? I feel like they're going to the wait for X amount of yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. And then when you know it matters, they'll start, yeah. you know, picking it up. But I think because that's, the constant with every team, it won't really matter because that's how everybody's going to be. So, I mean, you got to think about it from like an amateur standpoint. Like these people aren't getting paid to or sponsored to do certain things. So they have to pay for a lot of things out of pocket or they know somebody that's going to hook them up. So they're going to like high school gyms, high school pools, college pools, stuff like that to train for like Olympics and whatnot. Where are you training now? Exactly. Yeah. Ooh, sheesh. You can't pay I for forgot about the Olympics. You know, like where where are you going now? Like scholarship yeah. Athletes. Yeah. Scholarship athletes. Yeah. Right. Damn. Yeah. It's so many different things that are affected by all of this. That's why, like, I get why Trump's freaking out and be like, no, we need to get back to work. Like, nigga, he, he can't do it like this. Like, so, nigga, you get back to work. Right. <laughs> where my motherfucking buddy at, bro? You never started working. You owe me $1,200. I want my $1,200, nigga. Run me my money. Ain't shit sweet, nigga. (laughs) It's my money. I I want it now. (laughs) Bro, let's talk about, like, what do y'all think would be happening, though, if Obama was still in office? Like, what would be different? Would we be in the same boat? Uh, not the exact same yeah, boat because we had, he had a pandemic. I feel uh, like we would have had a little bit of a better handle on it at this point than we do now. Yeah, definitely. Because we had, it might not be contained and completely under control, but we would we would feel a little bit less uneasy about the situation right now than we do because right now we we are heading into the peak. Right. Like you guys read that article talking about George W. Bush. Yeah. And- that shit was crazy. Yeah. So give me, give me, give me the spark note. Okay. Go ahead, Andre. Andre, go. All right. So pretty much, George Bush, um, back in like 2005 or so, he had this weird obsession, thinking there was going to be pretty much a pandemic or an epidemic, something large that's going to impact our country, our world. So he started getting like obsessed with it, you know, like a ridiculous amount of research and trying to prepare for it. So he ended up like kind of being the start of a, like a, a larger plan for presidents to handle situations like that. And the crazier thing about that is he had read a book about the Spanish flu in yeah. uh, 1918, and that's what sparked it. So they had started moving the ball on everything. And when the Obama administration came in, they started the pandemic crisis uh administration after ebola so when trump took over they had met with them and they were telling them all the plans of what to happen if a global pandemic was going to happen because 
everybody was guessing that one was about to happen that was going to be bad. 2018, fuckface got rid of uh, the pandemic crisis team, and so this shit happened. So it was part of like the like the handover briefing. Yes, yeah. president to cover that exact thing. And nah, I'm good, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, this shit ain't gonna fucking happen. <laughs> Yo, we tried to get these stocks and bonds. We ain't worried about sick people. But he only got worried about sick people when it started affecting people in red states. When it was just New York or liberal places, he was like, fuck them. But no, can't fuck the people that's going to vote for you. That nigga wild, bro. He is wild. Yeah. See, one thing I like about... And then, too, like, I feel like this is going to change the voting process because they're not going to be... By the time all this is done, when it comes time to vote, I feel like we're still gonna be in a in a state of uh, paranoia. Oh yeah. And I don't think they're gonna I don't think they're gonna let us vote at the polls the way that we used to in the same groups. You know, what I'm saying like the earlier you go in the morning, there tends to be way more people, and the crowd dies off. I feel like that's gonna change. Like, and that's probably gonna change the amount of people that get out and vote. Like, honestly, they had a vote today. Mm-hmm. They had it was a primary or something. Yeah, we'll see. But they, the first person that I read from went at seven o'clock because that's when the polls opened, and the people were stretched seven blocks. Yeah, at seven in the morning when they opened. Early, the earlier times, like people always think that it's better if you go earlier. But the earlier times for, for voting are always the busier time. Like from 7 to maybe like 12, 1 o'clock, tax. Yeah. I mean, but still, the challenge, especially with what's going on now, is like in Milwaukee, they had 166 or like 180 poll offices originally, and they condensed it down to five. So That's nuts. it doesn't matter when you're going, you know, it, it's a line all day. And so my brother's there, my friends and family are there. And, you know, they just had that vote to throw out all of the late absentee ballots. And I had a lot of people on my Facebook that are saying, you know, hey, I requested my absentee ballot and I never received it in time. And so now they're risking their health to go out and vote because they're so upset because they don't have an option. They, you know, they've really right. let down by the government. And so, you the, know, the and crazy then once they get there and see these long ass lines, that's going to yeah. be discouraging as fuck too. Like, well, there ain't going to be too many people that's going to be able to see a line wrapped around a building and still want to wait. <laughs> and to sanitize the thing, like how many people are there? How many people are you, like there's no the way machine? to maintain that level of health and that level of quality you know and for it to be almost a threatening environment like that is a it's a huge impact on four more years four more years (laughs) but you know what's crazy the craziest thing about all of that happening with them throwing out the votes and them not being able to reschedule the election um the supreme court had to decide what they were going to do and they sided with throwing out the votes and then having an election anyway today that just set up a precedent to where Trump can't be like, yo, we have to pause the election. 
Because you know that a nigga gonna do that shit, especially if it's bad. He gonna be like, well, I don't think we should vote. We're like, no, nah, nigga, we getting you the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's like, I, I literally have thought about that every day. Like, this is gonna somehow affect how we vote and probably when we vote and how much longer this nigga gonna be Absolutely. in office than he should be. And because what, what did it happen during the Spanish flu era? Because I know they said the Spanish flu lasted for like two whole years almost before, you know, people weren't dying off in droves anymore. It was was but, that during a major election year? It was during a world war. World War One. I. I know it was during the war. But like it <laughs> Oh, did it count anyway? I mean the tail end of it was during an election year. Yeah, it would have had to be. Right. So that's I'm just I guess I was like trying to make a comparison to see like what but the, the other thing about the other thing about pandemics are they eventually start like eventually most of us will get it but we'll be more or less immune, immune to it. So that's what was happening by the end of that. And then plus they had already quarantined and shut down everything by that end. That was like that election like, would have been nineteen twenty, I guess. So yeah. So like they're talking about, you know, like Two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand people potentially dying from this over the lifespan of it in the United States. It's over like a three-year thing, right? Like one one reason right there. Yeah, like this isn't just going to end. And then that's why what Doctor Fauci keeps talking about, like not putting a time a timeline on it because you can't put a timeline on a living virus. Yeah, you can't put a you can't put a shelf life on something that you haven't had to like study before. right what'd you say Andre how soon do you think he's gonna get fired he he can't fire him he's too popular <laughs> Fauci is too like if that happened that might be the trigger for Republicans to be like yo what the fuck are you doing because they so, trust him now <laughs> what'd you say I think I still think it's gonna happen you think he's so gonna, they don't have anybody else you think he's gonna fire Fauci yeah he's not agreeing enough with him I think that'd be his death knell, because if because if they don't listen to Fauci, he bulletproof. That's the most uh, popular man in America right now. Yeah, he is because he's he telling it how it is, and it's being del- delicate with it. But still, I I think it's because fu- it's because yeah. fuckface won't quit putting <laughs> this bullshit out there. Like that peel, he was like, "What's the worst that can happen? Niggas have died from that peel." <laughs> Like malaria medicine, yeah. Like man, like this is the worst administration possible to handle this shit. <laughs> like I do think if Obama was in it, just him being a consistent person would put a lot of people at ease. Yeah, yeah. still be people out here calling for his resignation because you know he's black. But yeah. but no, I mean like, even like Bush, both Bushes. Clinton's crazy. I mean, like, everybody would have handled it a little bit different, but they would have all handled it better than currently, right? Yeah, literally any president outside of Andrew Johnson, Richard Nixon, (laughs) or any other person that's been impeached (laughs) would handle this way better. Yeah, Nixon might handle it better. No, you know who might have handled it worse? Herbert Hoover. Herbert Hoover was... Herbert Hoover was over the depression and it was like, no, nah, it'll be okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a cold take. That's a a bad cold take. Y'all remember learning this shit would have been called the Hoover virus. <laughs> I mean, he got some more stuff named after him, Hoover houses, things like that. What's Hoover, Hoover house? Fox? You mean uh, <laughs> how you re- like they rebranded homelessness after him? Like yeah, <laughs> Hooverville's your pockets hanging out. You got a Hoover flag, which means something completely different now. Culture. <laughs> but yeah, Trump's the worst president ever. And people be like, "You really believe that?" Yes, nigga. <laughs> and I hate, I hate that. Like, I hate seeing the influx of people tweeting how shitty he is. Like, they're just now. Not realizing it, but they're just now comfortable saying it. Uh, it's like so annoying. I don't see those people. Yeah, I see people. I see a lot of. I see a lot of new people. Like this is the worst president. I really blah 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 thought that you know maybe there was a method to his madness of this that and the third, but this man is an idiot. And it's like we've been new. Right. (laughs) We've been knowing. We've been knowing. They're royal to it. Yes. Die for the caliphate. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's getting on my nerves too. So when he he retweeted some shit yesterday, when they um, there was some account that basically gave the statistics for um, the fluctuation of like unemployment claims, and he retweeted and was like, "Well, what do you expect when you?" Um, Tell people that the minimum wage should be fifteen dollars an hour or Wait. whatever, and I'm like, Wait. oh, I saw that. It was something like you're paying fifteen dollars an hour when really they're only making like something less. Yeah, because it was it was about how now they were going to raise uh, unemployment benefits, yeah, or like the amount, the payouts to up to six hundred dollars. And they were talking about how you know there was way more people exponential numbers who applied and he was like that's what you get when you raise the minimum wage to 15 and i'm just like first of all 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 <laughs> i mean you gotta think about well you clearly about. have never had to be an adult and work one of these kinds of jobs where you're doing ten thousand things right for very little pay you gotta think about it. there's two types of essential employees there's essential employees that you're working this job because you have no other options and you need this job. And then there's other essential employees that, uh, like, honestly, I'm, I have the luxury, right? I, I'm working from home. I can do all my, my work from home. Right. And I'm getting full pay, safe, this, that, and third. It's, it's just other, like, other people out there risking their lives to hand somebody some groceries. Especially me. Food. No. I, I just hate how he speaks from, like, so much privilege. Yes. Like, it's so, like, it just, it's very, like, you can't, I just really don't understand how certain people cannot see beyond their own circumstance. Like, you have, you literally have people directly uh, related with you, like friends and other people that you know are working these jobs and you act like you can't understand he ain't never, why they think that they deserve to be paid fifteen dollars an hour. But that's the thing; they don't look at 
things as them being like their friends. They look at they look at the news and they're like, it's those people. They don't think about the people they know who are yeah, in those situations. Like, like majority of I, I'm a, I'm putting in my shoes. Majority of my friends, we have pretty good jobs. Mm-hmm. We are not as impacted by what's going on currently. Right. What else? If that's who I'm interacting with, that's what I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if if I'm hanging around a lot of people that aren't as fortunate as myself, I might have a different perspective. You know, like it, it's truly your product of your environment. Just but the funny thing is I'm just like I just don't understand because I'm like there's one thing to have a certain thought about people who don't make as much as you do because you think that they just didn't work as hard or whatever else but it's like now during this time when people are literally risking their lives like it just seems like you would have a little bit more like empathy or compassion for these people the other thing is he's stupid (laughs) We can never forget that he is stupid. That is a very important thing in this conversation. So we, it would make sense to us to treat people like that. But this is the, this is the dumbest person we know. Aside, this is the thing that I don't think people give enough weight is that this is a new experience for everybody. Yeah. You know, and so for me, the craziest thing with all of this is that I started a job with a very large company. And I was three weeks in and I got to meet all these, you know, big high up people just because I was doing orientation as normal. And three weeks later, they're telling me, we have no idea what we're doing. And we, you know, what's going in the field because we don't know, you know. And so for somebody that's literally a millionaire to come and tell me and ask me how my like second day experience is and tell me how to help them run their company. That tells me enough that like, not only do you not know. We don't know, you know, and so right. it's easy to make assumptions and to state big claims when you don't know. And like, I too was a person that's like, this is like the flu and it's gonna pass and blah 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 and it's whatever. And you know, but like, the further we get into it, the more I think clarity you get, and some uh-huh. people think that will come to everybody, you know, in time. Yeah. No, I mean, and I, I can't blame somebody because I'm the same. Yeah. Our parents are calling me. <laughs> but, uh, like, a part of it is, is I, I can't blame them for the fact that what you see is your perspective. Yeah. Well, you, can't, you can't blame people for their experiences. Yeah. Um, saying is especially, that, especially growing up. You're the box from time to time. And it's part of your job to, you know. Broaden your horizons. It's, it's, yeah. Broaden your I horizons, mean, whatever it is. But, most people don't do that. Most people don't like living uncomfortable. Yeah. Aside from this particular opinion, I think it really is something to talk about the, you know, the issue that this is going to cause with a lot of people in rent and yes, single single young people, single parents. We sold our know, last house literally right before right, this. Right so this like, was like, we like working with a 25 year old that just had a baby and lived separately or you know all these college kids that are now out of out of home and don't have anywhere to go like it it was a lot of people had to move back home like to be married and to not i'm older coming into this industry and so it was weird for them to say angie you have a husband so it's fine 
you know, but like the majority of the population is not going to be comfortable and they're going to have to figure out a way to substantiate themselves and their dependents. And that is wild. And, you know, you're risking yourself at the same time as doing that in this circumstance. And that's right. really important. Yeah. The thing with me, like, if something like I have a little bit of safety net because, I mean, I could just move back home. Mm-hmm. Like, if all else failed, I could move back home and I'd be okay. But I do at least think about it, like, because I I have that possibility now, but I won't always. So I also, right. and because I'm single as fuck, and I'm just in this house alone, <laughs> I'd be thinking about a whole bunch of stuff. And I'd be like, bruh, like, I don't know. If things get move. bad, it might get weird. What do you say? So you'd be moving to Texas. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, Andre, I'm moving in. I need your help. I'm broke, nigga. No, I'm broke. One thing I can't say. <laughs> I can't say that, like, it's always this kind of shit that makes me, like, chill out or like, put so much pressure on myself. But, like, I always tell people I'm independent as fuck. It has been the hardest thing for me to live with my parents. Not necessarily because my parents are just getting on my nerves, but just because, like, it bothers me to not have my own space because I have known that for a long time. Um, but it's I can do like it again. That makes me, right, it's shit like this, though, that makes me understand why I'm here in this position. Right. right now. If I had, if I had, like, still having this car note, which who only have a year and a half left on it, thank you, Jesus. Still having this car note, that's taking so much of a chunk out of my pockets, and me, me supporting myself and working for myself, like having to, you know, keep the maintenance maintenance up on the car and pay the car note and pay the insurance and all the other shit I have to pay. That is a lot for me. If I I can, I couldn't imagine being single and having to do that and pay rent and everything that comes along with that. Like it sucks, bro. It fucking sucks. I'm I'm grateful that I don't have to worry about rent right now. And rent is bullshit. Like, <laughs> it, it is bringing me back in and centering me. Like, okay, like, calm down, bitch. Like, you will get the shit when you're ready. Because clearly right now, honey, you are not fucking ready. That's the, that's the <laughs> other thing. That's the other thing. I was like, man, I can't find another job right now. No. Ain't no other jobs. Yeah, no, you don't couple more months. That's what I started getting a little too comfortable at work and then all this shit happened and I was like, hold up. Now you like, thank you. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Let me repair some of these. I don't want to burn any bridges that I'm still standing on. Listen, I never thought that I would miss a serving job, but God damn it. (laughs) I am right there with you. Like I carried two plates to the kitchen the other week and I was like, damn. Damn, I miss work. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Up. But yeah, man, this shit is real. But yeah, living alone has its perks, but living alone and paying these goddamn bills is fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like, I don't talk to nobody. Man, I I took Cooper to the vet today. That shit just cost like 70 fucking dollars. Why'd you, why'd you take him to the vet? Man, I had to get his nails uh, clipped. And Bro, then, of course, they found some more shit. They were, 
What? They were saying that like animals weren't supposed to be susceptible to the virus, but some tiger apparently got it. Yeah, yeah. and dogs have gotten that it too. Carol <laughs> that bitch Carol Baskin <laughs> gave. Hey, I, I heard they're gonna like do a show to investigate her. I'm like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, they need to do to uh, making a murderer about Carol Baskin. Snap. <laughs> <laughs> What did y'all think of the? Um, what did y'all think of Tiger King? Oh yeah. Y'all watched it? Yeah, we watched it. I can't remember how. Oh no, I was like, I heard about that. No, I heard about it at okay. work. At yeah. work, okay. and so we started it while he was working, and we didn't think anything of it. It was like background. So he was working. Uh oh. I might have to cut this short so I got some more people that walked in. I'm gonna mute it for a second, okay? Okay. What did you say? Yeah. So like it was really mild, you know, getting started or whatever, and then I don't know. We just got hooked the first yeah. day. We probably watched like six episodes the first day. Yeah, because it was like it was a free Wild. day. For, it was like a Saturday yeah. or something for like us. But the thing about it was the first episode. You know, it comes in there all soft. You know, it's showing the people. You know, like what they're doing, all this positive this stuff. Yeah, and then he's like, "This bitch care." <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah, like, whoa, what the The really thing the thing that got me was the second amputee. When I saw the first <laughs> amputee, <laughs> but when I saw the second what, it, like, like, she just had her draw out, like, here. At least one of the <laughs> especially after seeing the way the first amputee got amputated and then seeing the second one, you're like, man, that tiger must have got both legs, bruh. <laughs> okay, but what's really funny is they talked about going around the Midwest. Right. I can almost promise you they went to Wisconsin and we were at one of their like tiger shows. What'd you say, Kim? I said I'm gonna have to go. How long have we been recording? Uh hour and forty six minutes. Yeah. I feel like my background is about to get Y'all having a party? It's corona party. <laughs> Tell Ashley hi. Huh. Tell Ashley hi. Oh. Ashley Duke said, what's up? Hey, uh, hey. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say hi. If that's the case, we're passing out highs. Hi. <laughs> so you about to turn it up, Kim? Hey. 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 Yeah. I didn't plan on it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sure you did, Kim. Right. Why don't we just talk about people like you? Yep. Dang, you part of the problem, Kim. <laughs> I was here first. <laughs> it is this. All right. Wash your hands. All right. Be safe. All right. Bye. Bye. I'll talk to you guys soon. We'll probably I'll probably try to FaceTime or whatever. Okay. All right. Peace. See ya. Yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Curvy Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. 
new episodes available every Thursday.